What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Loose Balls Podcast. I'm Cole. With me, as always, is Peyton. And this week, we are going to recap the first few games of the NBA. We have a few hot takes from the first few games so far. And then we're currently watching some NFL Week 16 action as we speak. We're going to discuss playoff scenarios, recap some games, and give you the breakdown of what it looks like it's going to be. For week 17, and it looks like it's going to be a crazy finish, especially in the AFC. Any first thoughts before we get going? No, I'm just excited that playoff football is almost here. So let's just get through these last two weeks. Yep. Hopefully nothing too crazy. Actually, hopefully a lot of crazy shit happens, but nothing COVID-related crazy happens, and we can get to playoffs. Exactly. So let's start this week, and we'll talk about... The NBA and we'll give some hot takes. What I've noticed so far is, and kind of what I mentioned a few weeks ago before the season even started, I expected it to be really high paced. It wasn't going to be the prettiest to start at the start to say the no. least, and it hasn't been. Like there's been some good games, but you can tell the the short off season, the chemistry is not there. Guys are still trying to find their legs, but it's still really fun basketball to watch. That's just like one of the noticeable things that I've seen. Ugly turnovers. Love the fast pace, though. Yeah, it's been it's been weird. It's hard to... It's the same as the NFL. It's hard to get a read on any team because it's all just so weird and fast-paced and there's sloppy mistakes everywhere mm-hmm. and it's just... But it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I'm not yeah. complaining about it. I'm not complaining that NBA's back. But let's start with our hot takes. I'll start with my first take. The Warriors suck. That is also my take. Specifically, Kelly Oubre and Andrew Wiggins suck. I have some stats here. Wiggins is, it's again, this is two games in, yeah. but still, they, to be fair, it has been against Brooklyn and Milwaukee, which we've ex- are, we are expecting to be the top yeah, two but teams. Yeah, lost by 40. 40. <laughs> really? But they're, Wiggins' numbers, he is averaging 12 points on abysmal 30% shooting. That is pitiful, and if you want to talk about Kelly Oubre's stats, he's 4 for 24 shooting, 16%, 4.5 points per game. Yeah. Couple great dunks, though. <laughs> couple, yeah. Couple great dunks, one on great dunk on Durant. And then I want to mention Curry, too, because... He, he needs to score more. He's working. He has to work so hard to get his shots, yeah. though, because the defense is now, with obviously with Cleo, they're just focusing on him, and... It's a struggle for him to get shots up or good looks anymore. Mm-hmm. He's only 4 of 20 from 3 to start the season, 20% shooting. And he even mentioned the other day, quote-unquote, we got to win starting now. Because yeah. it's at this point, it looks like it's The one bright season. spot is James Wiseman looks mm-hmm. so good. He, he is a monster. He's huge. Yeah. He's like he's bigger than everybody, and he's 19, 20, yeah. whatever he is, but he's bigger than everybody. He's got a smooth jump shot, yeah. too. Like he's he really more. does. Like I said the whole Chris Bosh thing in an ep- earlier episode. He actually kind of looks like yeah. Chris Bosh. <laughs> now I'm watching him, and I didn't even realize he was a lefty. Yeah. And then now we see the Chris Bosh comparison. I'm like, yeah, I can definitely <laughs> yeah. see it, because he's long, he's lanky. And... Yeah, he's bigger than Chris Bosh, but he plays like him. And like I said, like I don't know if he can shoot like Chris Bosh, but his jumper looks really good right now. He's hitting the shots. Well, if he's starting out the way he has been with his shot, he's mm-hmm. going to be as good, if not better shooter than 
Chris Bosch ended up being. That's the one positive we've we've seen. Obviously, Draymond's out, and mm-hmm. now news today: Marquis Chris broke his leg, and he's out for the rest of the season. So they're already slim as it is yeah. in the front court, and now they're even more. Yeah, it's not like Chris trouble. is a great player, but they just don't have a lot of players there, so it's kind of tough to lose somebody, even if it's just Marquis Chris, right? Yeah, expect Eric Pascal to probably get a lot more minutes, which he should. Yeah, because I like Eric Pascal. What about you? Any other takes you got from the NBA for the first week? Um, yeah, my first take is that Harden is still fat, but he's still good at basketball. So yeah, he's he put up what is it forty four forty four and seventeen, and a losing effort. It seems like so far this season, these players are putting up like forty bombs, and they're on the losing end of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, James Harden last night he he rose that trade stock. Yeah, he he was incredible. Obviously, a losing effort. I noticed more so the Portland Trailblazers were struggling a yeah. lot, especially these first two games. There's, I don't know what it is about them. It's Lillard, McCollum. They were good, and everyone else was pitiful. Yeah, uh, which is good because, like I said, McCollum was kind of the issue last year. So <laughs> it was good that at least he came out looking good. Well, I saw the. Box score yesterday and Gary Trent only played five minutes. Yeah. So I wasn't. I don't understand that. But I'm not sure if there's an injury or if he just got benched for some reason. But he was a key player in that. In the bubble run. Yeah. So I'll, he was excellent. But yeah, James Harden. Playing like he wants to get out of Houston. Yeah. He, he wants. He wants out of there so bad. And speaking of Houston, their COVID issues. Yeah, that was a weird situation. They got it because they all went to get a haircut. Yeah, I went to, I think it was at someone's apartment. They yeah. went to get a haircut or something. And it was John Wall, Cousins, I think Eric Gordon was involved. Yeah. I, think, I think it was Kenyon Martin Jr. who was yeah. the person who tested positive And they had to cancel the OKC game because yeah. they didn't have enough players. They couldn't dress eight players. So, yeah, because Harden was also in... At, a, at an event, in quotation marks. Quote it sounds like he was probably at a strip club, but... Gets, gets a $50,000 check... Yeah, a little uh, fine for his goodwill. I, I don't know. Harden is just... I don't... As good as Harden is, I don't think I want him on my team just because no. it's such a mess. No, I don't... I wouldn't want him either, but... I think Daryl Morey might still want him. I think that's the one place that I could see it happening is Philly, but... That's the one place that makes sense yeah. right now. Uh, my next take, Toronto Raptors. I said it before. I thought they'd be seventh place around that plan. Mm-hmm. On that play in tournaments, I know it's two games, but don't like what I'm seeing. I don't. Yeah. I don't like it. No, they're they're staying in these games, and like the issue is that they're no one on the team is hitting shots. They're mm-hmm. all like Siakam has looked fairly good, yeah. which is a, a bright spot. But Ben Wheat and Lowry are missing everything. Norman Powell is missing everything. Yeah, Lowry had a wide open look yesterday to take the lead with like 15 seconds left from the elbow and he nearly airballed it. Yeah. It was... It's bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry Raptors fans. Love this team. I am a Raptors fan. But it's a wrap. This, yeah. team, this team will probably make the play-in, but at this point I don't see them going anywhere if they do get out of the play and they're gonna get swept first round yeah they're not good enough and it's tough as it it's to say as a Raptors fan you can kind of see it coming mm-hmm. they did sign OG four-year deal really like that deal yeah he's like rookie 
yeah. follow up deal. Mm-hmm. 72 mil. I think the Raptors were trying to set themselves up to make a run for Giannis and... Yeah, now they can't. Yeah, and now they're just kind of stuck in... Mm-hmm. I have it here. I have it even here in my notes. Like they're gonna be a competitive team. Like they're gonna play close against good teams, but they're just not good enough to win those games. Yeah, that's just that's how I see them. It's Lowry's last year too, and I have here play Malachi Flynn for fuck's sakes. Yeah, he looked good in preseason. Why do you not play him now? Like, yeah, I don't know. I it's hard because I I trust Nick Nurse, so clearly there's a reason why he's not playing him, but. I don't know what the Raptors are going to do at this point. If they keep playing like this, they might be sellers at the deadline, so we could see somebody like Kyle Lowry get moved. But That wouldn't shock. That would not shock me. Uh, it's two games in. I don't want to read into it too much, but losing to the Spurs is bad. Yeah. So Spurs are 2-0, though. Yeah, it's a bu- for the Spurs. bunch of random teams that are yeah. 2-0, but... Yeah, the like, Cavs are two and zero. The Magic are two and zero. Yeah, like a bunch we, of teams. Yeah, like we said, it's extremely early to make these to make these takes, but this is kind of what we've seen so far. Another take I have is the Western Conference is a gauntlet. It is going to be hard for any team to win any games this year. Yeah, because any team can win on any night in the West, and we've seen it so far. Yeah, it's been a little all over the place, but. There's going to be some crazy games, that's for sure. And at the end of the year, it's going to come down to some teams fighting to get into those playoff spots. So mm-hmm. it should be exciting. It's going to be one heck of a year. You've seen Kane's team that's been two pretty good teams in the West. And they've beaten uh, uh, Phoenix and uh, Denver on a buzzer yeah. beater. And Weird buzzer beater. That was one of the weirdest endings to a game I've seen in a long time. Yeah, you turn over and then a missed dunk and yeah. then a healed heel just back. tipped it in yeah i was i like i love buddy healed man mm-hmm. i've always liked him since he his had a really year. tough year last year yeah but. there's other teams that are two just like okay like the timberwolves mm-hmm. kind of random edwards had a good game yesterday edwards looks that's one of my takes is that edwards looks like he could be that number three for the t-wolves d'angelo russell came off the bench in the first game did he which uh I don't quite understand why, but he was starting again in last night, so I don't know if that was just a weird thing that happened game one, and they just wanted hmm. to try something, but That's he played fun. as much as the rest of the starters did, but he came off the bench. So. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, what else? What other teams have I seen? Oh, yeah, Spurs mentioned are 2-0. They beat the Grizzlies and the Raptors. Um, Clippers. They're for real. Yeah. They're a bunch better team than last year. Ibaka fits this team perfectly. Yeah. Love the way he plays. And he's looked awesome. And Nick Batum has looked better than Charlotte Nick Batum at the very least. He looks like he's engaged. And, mm-hmm. you know, he led the team in assists against the Lakers. And he's he's out there playing hard, which yeah. is a good thing. He could do a bit of everything. He's in right now the lineup because more senior is yeah. Oh, I think he's got knee tendonitis. Yeah. Or Once Morris something. is back, Morris will be in the starting lineup. But right now, Batum looks solid playing in the starting lineup. PG thirteen too. He's looked playoff P. Vaccine P, <laughs> as I've heard people call call him now. <laughs> Speaking of the Clippers, they're currently down forty three for thirteen to the Dallas Mavericks. That's a tough look. They don't have Kawhi Leonard, who took a vicious elbow to the face from Sir Debaka. That was really yeah. ugly. That was. 
I thought at that time he may have broken his jaw or something, anything worse than that. But mm-hmm. thankfully, it was just a big cut and stitched him up. He'll obviously be out probably a game or two. But thankfully, he's okay because he's in a contract year. Yeah. And he even mentioned it before. He's like, my goal is just to stay healthy. And then that happens to him. Yeah. It's a nice... That's a that's one of those things. It's like a freak thing that could happen to anybody. It's not really like a he's injury prone thing. You know, you take a shot to the face. Anybody can take a shot to the face like that and miss a couple of games. Mm-hmm. So Kawhi actually elbowed Ibaka in the face a couple of years ago in <laughs> yeah. the playoffs. Fun fact. Maybe a little uh, full circle. <laughs> a little full circle. How hungry he are did you? Did it by accident. How hungry are you, Kawhi? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like we need to talk about the Nets. Yes, we have to talk about Brooklyn. They have two blowout wins against Golden State and Boston. And KD, Kyrie, that's a... Deadly combo. That's And they look like they're... Especially KD. KD really looks like he's stepping into that leadership role on this team. Mm-hmm. Which is huge. That's what they need. I see him talking to the young guys on the bench, talking to them during free throws. You know, he's, he's always... Trying to tell him like, oh, you should, you could have done this in this situation, and mm-hmm. he's really trying to step into that leadership role and be that number one guy. And I think that's huge because I think that really means that he is engaged and he's wanting to make this run for a title. Absolutely. And Kyrie looks better than he's looked since he was in Cleveland. So mm-hmm. I agree. He's been lights out the first few games. I think he had thirty six or something. Yeah. In on Christmas Day and. I think being a number two is just where Kyrie sits and where he's most comfortable. There's less pressure on him. He can just do his thing. Mm-hmm. He hit a couple ridiculous shots against the Warriors. He pulled up from the Barclays logo. Yeah, he did. Before halftime with seven seconds left. Just because he could, and he hit it in he, Curry's face. <laughs> he canned it. Like that's Only a few players can do that, and yeah. Kyrie's one of them. And I know you want to talk about Karis LeVert, too. Yeah, I was a little shocked to see him coming off the bench Me just too. because of how good but when I thought about it a little and you know just the way he can be that kind of almost like a Manu Ginobili off the bench where he just comes in high motor he's going to make some mistakes and have some turnovers he's mm-hmm. going to take some bad shots but he's going to energize and he's going to score a lot he's if I knew that he was a a six man, I might have put him as my six man of the year, but I had no clue that he was actually going to be coming off the bench. I kind of thought it was just a preseason thing. Yeah. So that's scary because yeah. then you put guys like Joe Harris, Dinwiddie, DJ in the starting lineup, and you've got the young guys like Lavert, Shamit, uh, Jared Allen. You got Jeff Green coming off the bench. There's so many people on this team. Yeah, you can go. Torian Prince off the bench. There's another one who could start on a lot of teams. Yeah, he can. I, I mean, this team is just so deep. They're so deep. Which is a good thing because they, c- they could use those assets and make a trade, but right now I would say do not I don't think they should. I think that this is a championship roster as constructed. Yeah, do not change a thing right now. I really like where they are right now, and I'm feeling pretty confident about my finals pick as I'm sure mm-hmm. you are as well. Any other hot takes you got so far? Um let me see here. I think we covered a lot of them. Trey Young is mm-hmm. absolutely scorching hot right now. He can't miss. No, he's thirty seven points game one, thirty six against Memphis, yeah. they're two and zero. On low shots too. He's not missing shots. He's no. just hitting everything. Yeah, he's so incredible. That's 
huge for the Hawks if he can keep that up. I don't know how he'll keep that up. Another guy I wanted to mention, too, is DeMontis Sabonis. He missed some time in the bubble Mm -hmm. with that foot injury, and I think people kind of forgot he was an all-star last Mm -hmm. year. And in his first two games, 32 points, 13 rebounds, 5 assists, and then 22 points, 11 rebounds, and 10 assists for a triple-double. And they're 2-0. They've been pretty easy wins. So it's... I I loved Sabonis in Oklahoma City. I was shocked when they tr- when they traded him. I I understood it was for Paul George, but yeah. I was kind of sad to see him go because he kind of knew like he was going to turn into a really good player. Yeah, I didn't think he would be this. I thought he'd be a, like a you know fifteen and ten kind of guy, not an all star, but good for him. Yeah. This is like he, he is a legit all star. Shows you how damn good OKC is at finding these players. Yeah, they like, drafted him 11th or something, I think. Yeah, he was he was he was a lottery pick, but yeah, yeah. really low in the lottery, yeah. which is impressive. Um anything else you got? Um hmm. Oh, the Mavs, I guess the Mavs yeah. starting slow without Porzingis. Yeah, they need Porzingis. That's pretty much just the, don't sell your stock on Mavs. They just need to get Porzingis back. They're up 30 right now in the Clippers, which yeah. they need a win just to make themselves. Yeah, it's tough for Doncic. You know, they're just everybody's all over him right now because no Porzingis. You know, the ball is going to be in Lucas' hands 25 or 100 percent of the time. So. Yep. Uh, Giannis still has his shooting woes, and I just pointed out because it's always an issue and. It's going to hold them back. It's just come playoff time, right? Yeah. Like, like you need him to be able to shoot come playoff time. But. He went up to the line against Boston. Chance to tie the game. Hits his first one and then missed the second one so bad that he almost airballed it. Yeah. It, that That's just concerning because as soon as he went to the line, I think everyone was just like... I think everyone was thinking that he was going to miss at least one, if not maybe both. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's definitely... A concern at this point for for me at least. Like Middleton's played well, Holiday's fit in. Middleton lit up the Warriors. Yeah, Holiday's fit in, starting to fit in nicely, mm-hmm. s- slowly but surely. But can't ignore the honor shooting issues. I think that's what's gonna kill them in the playoffs again. That's why I don't think they're gonna make a finals run this year. That's why I think they're gonna be a second round exit. Mm-hmm. And I'll keep saying that until they prove me wrong. Or until they make a run to the finals. But anything else you got? That's pretty much all my hot takes so far. Yeah, not there wasn't a whole lot to take so far. It's hard with only a couple game sample size. Um, but it looks like it's going to be an exciting season, if nothing else. Mm-hmm, absolutely. It'll be interesting to see when all of these back-to-backs start coming into play. Yeah. If the, the younger teams do better just because they have fresher legs. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting to see, but absolutely for now there's not a whole lot to go off of. No, that's we'll obviously get into a lot more of the NBA as the season mm-hmm. goes on. We'll have a lot more to talk about. We'll be able to kind of see contenders, pretenders, MVP candidates, mm-hmm. and then all the other award winners potentially. Well, yeah, I guess let's segue into the NFL and. Watching week 16 right now as we speak. Week 15 was pretty crazy again. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Patriots finally out. Pa- it's over. Yeah, it's over. It's a wrap. First time since I think it was 2008 they don't make the playoffs. Yeah. First time since 2001 they don't have a 10-win season. Times are changing yeah. in New England. That's That was just on the top because I'm a Patriots fan. It is kind of nice, though, that I'll be able to sit back and watch yeah. the playoffs and not stress out and <laughs> not stress out so much anymore but um Colts big win against the Texans yeah they fumbled the Texans fumbled on the five yard line again mm-hmm. that was a tough look but that was a huge win for the Colts because the Titans blew out the Lions seems like everyone's doing that these days though yeah the Lions are a mess they we'll get into that a little later uh Falcons 24-7 lead versus Tom Brady. Where have we seen this before? Uh, and uh, yeah. That was Tom's first, what, 17-point comeback since he did it to the Falcons in the Super yes, Bowl? Yes, yes, it was. That was tough look, Atlanta. But are we even surprised anymore? It's just, no. it's just tagged to them now that they're complete jokers and they can't hold a lead to save their damn lives and we'll talk about them later as well yeah talking about week 16 yeah the Jets are about to be on a hot two game winning streak yeah but beating two playoff level teams this one's kind of different though because the Browns literally had no wide receivers they all practice squad guys yeah basically what happened was there's close contact with someone who tested positive. I'm not sure if it was inside or outside the organization, but Mm -hmm. all the receivers, Landry, Peoples-Jones, Higgins, they couldn't play today. So basically Mm -hmm. you have two tight ends, a bunch of practice squad dudes, and you've got your running backs, but Jets have ruined their tank. Yeah. Leave it to the Jets to be bad at losing, too. You know what I mean? Like they They had... Lawrence in the palm of their hands and now he's going to Jacksonville yeah because Jacksonville took a big L today to Chicago number one pick yep so I do like I do like seeing Trevor Lawrence maybe in a Jaguars uniform they have a lot of weapons there for him it's just that's just a that's a discussion for another day um Bears beat the Vikings last week and they won this week we'll get to them later because the total the playoffs in the FC and the NFC, excuse me, have changed big time. That was bad for the Vikings. Yeah, those were tough loss to the Bears, and then that Christmas Day game, Alvin Kamara made them look like little bitches. Six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. Could have had seven potentially if they put them on the field when they're on the goal line. But, yeah. But uh, that's a. I think he tied the record. Yeah, most touchdowns in a game. That's and with Gale Sayers, I think. Mm-hmm. And they clinched the division in the pro in the process. Yeah, get that out of the way. Um, I'd say the Titans having that big explosion on offense against the Lions is big just for momentum's sake. If nothing mm-hmm. else, they're off. Just keep that offense rolling. They score forty six points. Like, mm-hmm. it's big for their team. They're one of the top teams in the league right Absolutely. now. So. Absolutely. Uh, talking about the NFC West, it's a two man race at this point. Yeah. Seahawks grind out a win against Washington was kind of what we expected. A close, yeah. ugly game. I do want to say, I said that Washington would cover that 6.5, and, and they did, and I'm happy about it. <laughs> Haskins the... is terrible, but they covered. 
Like that was not a fun game to watch, but Washington's defense is so good. Uh, Rams lose to the Jets. Yeah, that was tough. After we were saying they're being they've been consistent, and now then then they go and just get. I think that this dominated. was the classic case of well, we're playing Seattle next week, and this team's winless, and then they came in and just yeah, just forgot t- that this is still an NFL team. Total letdown game. Uh, Cardinals big win against the Eagles, but. They lose to the Niners. Yeah. And now... And now if the Bears beat the Packers next week, it doesn't matter. And the Cardinals have to beat the Rams next week. And the Rams could... Will probably be playing for a playoff spot and potentially the division if the Rams get a win against the Seahawks today, which we'll talk about soon. Uh, The Chiefs literally dominated the Saints, but they only won by three. Yeah. It was not a close game, but it was a three-point game, and Drew Brees looked... He was bad. Awful. He was over his first six to start with the pick. Yeah. He settled in a little later, but the Chiefs have won. They just won today against the Falcons. Yeah, on a missed field goal. <laughs> choke, Falcons choke again, nothing new. Yeah, that's just par for the course. But that's seven straight wins for the Chiefs by one possession. That's that's never been done before in the NFL, and yeah. I... It doesn't even feel like they're... But they're there. not ever... Like, they don't ever feel like... One, like, I guess this one was close to today. They had to score a touchdown late. Mm-hmm. But most of them, it feels like they dominate, and then they just let teams within one possession at the end. Yeah. You can almost expect teams to cover against the Chiefs just because they always let them in at the end because they just stop playing, it seems like. Yeah. Come playoff time, I don't think that'll be the case, but... No, they, just, they clinched the bye, yeah. so they get... They get to rest next week. I'm sure they'll rest all their starters next week. I know Tyreek Kill is nursing a hamstring issue right now. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Kelsey could use a break. He's had a big workload this year. He's been incredible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They get. They'll get a week off next week. Basically, they get the bye, and then they'll get to wait on their opponent. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers go to Cincinnati on Monday night against Ryan Finley and. They lose. Shit the bed. They got dominated. They tried to make a comeback, but that offense is just they they have no run game whatsoever. Yeah. And that's it I don't is know hard what to happened watch. today. They came all the way back against the Colts and pulled out a win. Mm-hmm. They're down twenty four to seven. Yeah. They get late in the third. They get stopped on a fourth and goal. I think halfway through the third quarter, they get the ball back, I think three straight possessions, and they go touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Yeah. Just like that. And then their defense holds, and that's and a huge win. win. They won the division as a result. Yeah. That's a big win, and that's a tough loss for the Colts, who played good for the first half, and then the second half. They yeah, now the Colts are right in it. There's Colts, Miami, Cleveland, and Baltimore are all 10-5. and five. And at the bottom of that conference. Tennessee could very well be 10-5 and five after today. They got a tough matchup yeah. against the Packers. Um, how about that Dolphins-Raiders game last night? Will <laughs> Fitz magic? Down 16-13 with 10 minutes left. Tua got pulled, which probably shocked some people at the time, but great move by Flores because... Yeah, I, sometimes he, you just need to change something to spark your team they could not move the ball at all yesterday Mm -hmm. and they put in Fitzpatrick he goes down gets a touch they tie the game on a field goal and then 
Next possession, Aguilar gets an 85-yard touchdown, but they missed the extra point. Then, I think it was uh, Miles Gaskins gets a long touchdown back. Yeah. They take the lead, and then <laughs> another pass interference call. Like there was a lot of questionable calls yesterday. Yeah, and then they. Instead of scoring a touchdown, they decide uh, to take the field goal with about 20 seconds left, give the Dolphins not much time to do something, and then Brian Fitzpatrick makes the play of the year. Yeah, he was blind. He could. <laughs> like, that was that was unbelievable. It's Fitzmagic. Patrick Mahomes-esque, the yeah. no-look pass. Yeah. Add the 15 yards for the face mask. Yeah. And then Sanders steps up and hits the game-winning field goal, and... They control their own destiny still, and if they win next week against the Bills, I believe they're in, but I have no clue now, depending on this tiebreaker situation. This tiebreaker is a little weird. The thing with the Bills is who knows if they're going to rest players or if they're actually going to play their starters or what's going to happen in that game. I think Miami can win it, but I, like, I would feel so bad for Miami if they didn't make the playoffs after this incredible year they've had. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I had here, I was asking myself this yesterday, who starts? And today they announced Tua Toga Viola starting next week, yeah. which kind of surprised me a bit. But at the same time, it doesn't. I just, you can't, this is something that I get why you did it then, because it was like, you need to win or you're out of the playoffs pretty much. Yeah. But you cannot keep doing this where you pull Tua when he's struggling and use him on the sidelines you gotta let him play through it and let him be the guy to lead your team back into games because yeah you're just gonna you're gonna kill his confidence if you just pull him but Mm -hmm. i get why they did they did it yesterday but this is something that i don't think they can keep doing yeah but that's just my take on it Mm -hmm. good for them for getting the win but i'm a little surprised that two was starting to be honest i think that two needs to start so I understand where it came from, but I also understand why you want to pull up Flores. Is just he doesn't care about anything other than winning, and mm-hmm. that's what I really like about Brian Flores. Whatever he thinks is going to win his team games is what he does. Mm-hmm. It's not about anything else. So I really do think that I trust Flores. Whatever call he makes for this last game, you know, because I think going into the playoffs, you don't want Fitzpatrick starting. You'd rather have Tua starting. Yes. So. It's just, it's a weird situation. I don't know what the situation is going to be next year in terms of Tua and Fitzpatrick. And, you know, Miami's going to have a high pick this year because of that Houston draft pick. And yep. they just, they've got a lot of moving parts coming this year. And with the quarterback play in the NFL, you know that it can change in a heartbeat nowadays. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh,. I just want to shift back to the NBA really quick. It says Dallas Mavericks are up 62-18. to 18, Up 44 in the second quarter. Interesting. Uh, okay. Interesting. Like I said, the West is a gauntlet. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen in the West on any given night. And this year is no different. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go through the scores for back to football for week 16 mm-hmm. so far. The Jets beat the Browns 23-16. to 16. That... Shakes things up a lot in the AFC, especially going into Week 17. 
The Ravens take care of business against the Giants, 23-17. to Yeah, the Ravens really want to get in. You can see that the past two weeks they've been just dominating teams. Mm-hmm. That Cleveland game, they drove that momentum and they've just dominated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bengals-Texans, the game doesn't really matter, but the Bengals win 37. Bengals did pull it out. Yep, so Miami's pick just gets a little better. Yeah. Houston's 4-11 and now. Bears blow up the Jaguars. And with that, we've mentioned the Jags. They control their destiny now. Bears control their own destiny. They go into Green Bay next week and win somehow. They're in. Yeah. But the Cardinals have to go into the L.A. next week and get a win. I saw a stat today that said this is the first time since the 60s or the 70s that the Colts have scored 30-plus in four straight weeks. You mean the Bears? The Bears, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I saw that too. uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy, just considering, you know, Mitchell Trubisky is their quarterback. <laughs> it's tough to score 30 in this league, so... Yeah, good for him. Like, that's... Like, yeah, good for good for him. Like they, There's a chance they make it at 8-8, eight and eight, even if they don't win, because the Cardinals still need to beat mm-hmm. the, uh, the, Rams. the Rams next week. They have so. to. And yeah, the Jags get that number one pick. Congrats on Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Sorry to Minshew Mania. <laughs> but... Um, Chiefs, we mentioned win. They clinched the bye mm-hmm. in the AFC. And then the Steelers come back from 17 down. They yeah. clinched the AFC North. And that's actually really big, too, because I just saw that the Colts are actually the team on the outside looking in now. The Ravens, Browns, and Dolphins are the three wildcard teams. They are. So as it stands right now, as we speak, Kansas City's one, Pittsburgh's two, Buffalo's three. They play New England tomorrow night mm-hmm. on Monday night. And they night have the tiebreaker over the yep. Pats. So. Yeah, over the Steelers. Uh, yeah, over the Steelers. Jesus. <laughs> Titans played tonight against the Packers. They win. They, I think they clinch. I th- I'm pretty sure they clinch yeah. their division if they win that game. Miami sits fifth, actually, right now. Mm-hmm. Ravens are sixth. Cleveland is seventh. And, yes, the Colts are on the outside looking in right now. And... They play Jacksonville next week, so that's basically... That's a win, but they need some help. They need a Miami loss. They need... They need either Miami, Cleveland, or Baltimore to lose next week. Well, Baltimore's playing Cincinnati, so that's, that's probably enough. not going to yeah. happen. Cleveland's playing Pittsburgh next week, who could be resting, but you yeah, never know. Yeah, and Miami's playing Buffalo, who also could be resting players. So, that's tough loss for the Colts. Mm-hmm. That is a That is a heartbreaking yeah. loss. That's uh, that's very, very Colts. Who knows what happens now if the Titans lose and this makes it a five-way tie? This is when things get interesting. Really, yeah. really interesting. Because the Titans will be playing the Texans next week, and you never know what you're going to get out of the Texans. Deshaun could come out and put up 500 yards potentially. So, yeah. Uh, back to basketball. The Mavs are up 50 now, 77 <laughs> to 27. Oh my god! And it's halftime. <laughs> That's oh, so bad. That is unbelievable. What is the stat line here? Doncic has 18, 7, and 4 in a nice little 50% shooting. Richardson's got 15 points. Brunson's got 9 points. Looking at the uh, the Clippers, Paul George has 13. And everyone else is doing nothing. Holy crap. That's absurd. Uh, Clippers are 1 of 19 from 3. Ooh, that'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it. But yeah, NFL week seventeen is gonna be nuts, and yeah. we're just watching the Rams Seahawks game as we speak. And 
Seahawks win, they win the division. They do have yeah. a chance to get the one seed still. Yeah. If things work out, they win this week, and the Packers lose. I think the Packers have to lose their last two for it to happen, mm-hmm. but it's possible Seattle could I mean, get the They play the Titans one. and the Bears. Those aren't two easy games for the Packers. So Yeah, and then there's also Philly-Dallas this week. Which uh, means something for some reason, because yeah, Dallas can still make a playoff game. I have no clue how both these teams are still in it, but... Uh, Giants losing today is a is a tough one. Um, yeah, I think that's. I think the Giants are officially out now, aren't they? Or can they still find they a way could, in? Unless the unless Washington loses today because the Giants hold the tiebreaker still mm-hmm. on them, then that'll give them a shot. But the Giants, I think, play the Cowboys next week. If yeah. I am, if I'm not mistaken. But it looks like Philly's about to score. They have the first and goal in the fourth. Yeah, and Washington's playing Carolina, who I know better than anybody is dog shit, so but they wa- should be able to win that game. Washington is missing Alex Smith and Terry McClellan. He's not playing. True. They're both not playing. So is Haskins starting again? Haskins is starting. Okay, so they he, probably won't win that He's game. 0 for 4 to start yeah. the game. Yeah, he's, so. uh, he's and, bad. Yeah, yeah he's Ohio not Ohio State quarterbacks are bad. He Sorry, got- Justin Fields. I hope that you can break that trend, but... It's a consistent trend. He got his uh, captaincy taken away, too, mm-hmm. Dwayne Haskins. Because he, he went to a strip club after the game. <laughs> after a game that they lost. I just don't he get went it. to the strip club. I, I don't get it with these athletes. Like, you're under the smallest microscope. Like, people know who you are, and you go to a strip club. And you go to a strip club. Like, do you not, like, think about what you're doing before you do it? Especially- we know Haskins doesn't think. He left the field before the game ended and started taking selfies with fans last year. <laughs> I remember that. And then Case Keenum had to go Keenum in. Keenum had to go in and take a knee because the game wasn't over. And Haskins was on the sideline taking photos with fans. Uh, <laughs> hail to the football <laughs> team. Oh my goodness. Like, this guy's an idiot. Get him off the, like, no wonder Ron Rivera doesn't like him. Rivera's so hard-nosed, hard-working. Like, the guy had cancer and was still coaching this team yeah and he's got his quarterback out there losing games and then celebrating at the strip club of course he hates him he probably wants him gone i think they probably tried to trade him at the deadline but they couldn't get a deal because literally nobody wants him nobody wants him i don't think people would take a seventh round pick for they're literally starting broken alex smith (laughs) over him and before it was Kyle Allen, who yeah. who's an okay quarterback. Like he's mediocre at best. There's a reason he was undrafted. Oh man, Haskins is terrible. He shouldn't be in the league, let alone starting for a football team. That's the NFC East for you. Yeah, that is a- he might start in a playoff game. <laughs> Could you imagine? I all oh, like Washington's medical staff better. Give Matt Alex Smith the give give him the good stuff and yeah. get that calf healthy. ASAP. Yeah, just inject him with anything you can to make that pain go away. Yeah, because hobbled Alex Smith is still better than Dwayne Haskins by a wide margin. Exactly. But yeah, that basically recaps the week sixteen so far. Unless yeah. you have anything else to um, add. The Buccaneers made the Lions their little right, 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 We right, probably right. should just mention that Tampa Bay finally had a good game. Like a game from start to finish where they... Absolutely. Should. I mean, it, again, it's the Lions. And now Tampa Bay has one game left, which I believe is against the Falcons. Yep. 
again, who, yeah, they almost lost last week, but come on, they should probably win. Um, and they'll be 11-5, and five, and they'll be probably the 4-5 or the five seed. So, yeah, how it stands right now in the NFC, Green Bay still won, New Orleans is 2, Seattle is 3 for the moment. Mm-hmm. Football team is 4. 6-win <laughs> football team. Uh, Buccaneers are fifth at ten and five. The Rams at the moment are nine and five and sixth. And the Bears are tied with the Cardinals, but they hold the tiebreaker. I think based on I think it's strength of schedule. Yeah. And they win next week and they're in. Yeah, they control their own destiny and they are going to get shit on by the Saints if that's who they play. But you know, good for Trubisky for getting them all the way back. You know, they had this weird. They've had a weird trajectory this year yeah. where they started hot and then they fell off and now. Somehow they snuck back in when everybody forgot about them. So mm-hmm. yeah, they were, I think, five and one, and then I think they were five and seven, and now I think they've won three in a row. Yep, they're six and two this year with Trubisky starting and yeah. two and five with Foles. Yeah, which is shocking because Foles in the games he's won, he's led them. He beat the Buccaneers and then yeah. he led that. To be fair, the Falcons game Trubisky started and Foles finished. <laughs> True, and Foles let that come back. Yeah, big dick Nick. And then the Trubisky led that comeback in Week One against the Lions, but yeah, the Lions are just a joke at this point. They're the they're, Lions are always a joke. They've got the worst point differential now in the in the NFC, minus one forty. That is brutal. And I'm looking at these point differentials actually right now. The Falcons are four and eleven. Their point differential is minus one. That's because they choke games. They. Don't win close games. Also, it probably helps that they beat the Raiders by like ninety points, but <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, they won like forty to three, <laughs> and they lose all these really, really, really close games. Yeah, which is tough. But yeah, next week, week next seventeen, gonna get crazy. Miami, Buffalo, big, big game. Chicago, Green Bay is all of a sudden big. a huge game. Uh, Pittsburgh, Cleveland is still a big game because you've got seeding purposes on the line for Pittsburgh. You don't. Cleveland know. needs to win yeah. to secure their spot. So I have no clue what the scenarios are at this point, or if like if Cleveland wins and these teams lose, or if Cleveland loses and Cleveland's gonna be pissed going into next week because they would have clinched today if they just beat the Jets. But you know they had no receivers, yeah. but still you don't want to lose to a one and thirteen team. Exactly. Um... Cowboys Giants could be interesting next week, depending on how both of those teams could be playing for a potential spot. Football team Philly that could be be the, for the division next yeah. week. That could be the game that determines the div. Cardinals Rams, that's gonna be huge Big. for both of those teams most likely. Seahawks Niners that might not mean much anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> the Seahawks might be playing for the div in that game, but the Niners aren't gonna be playing for shit. No, they'll. Good win for the Niners this week, though. Mm-hmm. They got Kittle back. They're missing basically everybody. They're on their third-string quarterback, C.J. Beathard, and look decent. And, yeah, we're just watching the Rams-Seahawks game right now, still scoreless, and I still think Seahawks are going to win, but... I can see it going either way. I know the Rams are going to be pretty prepared for this after last week. I'm sure McVay ran them into the ground in practice, so... <laughs> Probably. Probably was... Well, I was a little pissed off about yeah. that one. Just a little pissed off. For a guy like Sean McVay, who has such a squeaky clean record, and then you lose to a team mm-hmm. like New York, that I can't imagine he took it easy on these guys in practice. Yep. 
and Seattle is just Seattle. They're, you never know if they're going to show up. As, mostly their defense. You never know if their defense is going to show up and lay an egg or if they're going to show up and actually look really good. Exactly. Uh, touchdown Philadelphia. They're up 7 nothing, And looks like Carolina got a touchdown as well. As well. Fumble recovery by Zils. Silstra. Silstra, and they missed the PAT, so it is 6 0. Joey Sly, best kicker in the league. So 6 0 Carolina over Washington, 7 0 Philly over Dallas, over the Cowboys. Yeah. And oh, and Goff nearly threw a pick on that play. Nothing new there. But yeah, that's basically all our football talk for the week, unless you have anything else to add. Yeah, not really. Uh, it's a bit of a shorter podcast this week. Yeah. I don't know if we want to have anything else we need to talk about, or if we just want to wrap it up and keep it short this week. We're on, you know, Christmas week this week, so. Yeah, I don't, I didn't do power rankings today just because watching the We're game. We're kind of in the middle of watching games yeah. anyways, yeah. So, but I think after next week, we'll, after week 17, we'll probably do a quick, like, power ranking of teams going into the playoffs. Yeah. We'll preview. I think we'll probably preview yeah. next week. You know, we'll probably get back on the regular schedule now and then preview next week and then get ready for playoffs, probably do our full, you know, playoff predictions and stuff. So yeah, we'll, we'll be getting into all the fun stuff now in yeah, football. We'll get some more we'll get more in depth on the game previews, not mm-hmm. just skim over them, but actually like go more in detail, like position by position and yeah. look at some more numbers and Yeah. It was a bit of a scuffed show this week just because, you know, it's crimmy time. Yeah. We were all doing crimmy stuff. Yep. Merry Christmas, by the way, to everybody listening. (laughs) Merry Christmas to everybody. Hope you're enjoying your holiday break. Hopefully you're staying safe. Yeah, a little COVID Christmas. Hope you're enjoying all the sports on TV and time with your family. But yeah, Mm -hmm. that's going to wrap it up for this week's short podcast. But we'll be back next week, talk more about football and basketball. Till next week, have a good one. Bye.